When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into this edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined by Stuart Robson, Shaka Hislop, and Stevie Nick. Only one place to start, really. And that's at the Etihad. Manchester City take on at Manchester United. It'll be United. It would draw first blood in some style. What a goal from Marcus Rashford to make it 1 0. City, though, would get all their goals in the second half. The first, an element of controversy, as it looked like Carl Walker had fouled Marcus Rashford in the build-up, but in the end, it wasn't called back. And then a brilliant strike from Phil Foden would make it 1-1. Foden then again front of the back of the net to make it 2-1 with 10 minutes to go. And then Erling Haaland, who had an incredible miss in the first half, would finally get his goal. Who would see Manchester City beat Manchester United by three goals to one. Here's what Ten Hag had to say after the game. Uh, Ressi confirmed to me there was contact and it, it, uh, I saw it back, it was very soft, uh, but if you're, I understand, when you, and you will understand when you are in a full speed run and you get a little touch, uh, then uh, you are out of control and that I think that what's happened. We have many problems now in, in injuries uh, and still uh, we, we had an opportunity uh, because uh, it was a really small match, as I say, we could have scored the second goal and we could have scored the second goal in a debatable moment from january we scored many goals um yeah so i think we we're really progressing on that side our front line is absolutely a threat i think we were really close to win or at least get a get a draw here as promised, Stuart Robson has joined mm. us, who smells lovely, by the way, today. <laughs> uh, before, before we get into Ten Hag's comments, just the game overall, Stevie. It was, it was fascinating just to see how it all played out, wasn't it? Manchester United did well in the first half, and then it all kind of fell apart after the break. Well, I, I had Chelsea in my brain. I, I was thinking this could be another Chelsea. Uh, Man United completely and totally pinned in, in their own box. And they get the break and they get the goal and it's all of a sudden they've got something to, to run around now and, yeah. and, and, and challenge and press the ball. But the big picture, they got battered. I mean, they got battered. I mean, Ten Hag's on about, well, we could have won the game or even... They had one shot on goal. I mean, come on. If you want, if you want to look at little isolated incidents, then yes, had that been the other way around, Man City probably get a foul on the Rashford one. But at the same time, big picture. Yeah. My goodness. Anana could be the man of the match for Man United. And if your goal is your man of the match, that tells you all you need to know. They got, in football terms, this was men against boys. But you've got to give them credit. They stuck at it. It's like FA Cup third round, isn't it? Well, they went, they were brave, they stuck at yeah, it. They, yeah. they, they put up a fight. This is pathetic. It's Manchester Listen, United. I, 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 I'll be honest. I, I thought Manchester United were better than I was expecting them to be. I, I thought this would be all one way traffic. Um, but I thought, man, you kind of... You saw what the game plan was. To sit deep, 
three banks, a 433, very, very few or very small spaces in between those banks, and, and force, uh, I, I try to frustrate Manchester City, and then try to utilize Rashford and Garnacho uh, on the counter-attack. And they had opportunities, not just the goal, Garnacho had a, Garnacho was, was clean through once, Rashford had, had another good opportunity as well where he got the other side of Walker earlier on before that, before that first goal for, for Manchester City. So it may have worked. I, again, more kind of united, frustrating the, the opponent as you saw against Liverpool as opposed to Manchester United just beating the opponent for football. Once the halftime break came, you knew that Pep Guardiola was going to make changes. Eric Ten Hag and Man United did not. It was more of the same. And in the end, just City's quality shone through. Why did it work in the first half and not the second? It didn't really work in the first half. OK. Manchester City, Haaland missed a chance that yeah. he's never going to miss ever again. Yeah. It's a great chance for him. Kevin De Bruyne was running the game. He's playing little one-twos. They're crossing the ball in the box. The only thing that worked for Manchester United was they got... A great goal to start with, and it gave them something to cling on to when balls were played into the box. The two centre-halves did all right. The Lindelof did OK, getting in the way of, of shots. Onana did OK. But in terms of the general play, Manchester City were miles, miles better than Manchester United. And only a bit of luck and some good goalkeeping and a couple of centre-halves that got blocks in. Any manager in the world can say, well, let's get ten men behind the ball and defend in numbers and let's make it difficult. They right. didn't really make it difficult, apart from the last shot, the last finish, because Man City completely dominated. And Guardiola said after the game, we were much better in the first half than we were in the second half. What do you make of Ten Hag's comments saying that United could have won it? No, absolute, absolute rubbish. I mean, the, the goal they scored in the, in, in, was a great goal from Rashford, but it started with Man City being a bit sloppy, with, with Anana kicking the ball long, Bruno Fernandes getting in, and they, he sets up uh, Rashford. Man City at times took a gamble to try and play a high offside line when they didn't really need to, mm. because the only player that was going to try and run in behind them was Bruno Fernandes, and, uh, and, the, and the two other players, the fast players, were playing out wider. I just, I just can't see how they can ever think that they were a match for Man City and how they could have won the game. Man City were miles, miles better. Do you, do you really think that Ten Hag is convincing anybody that the way we set up nearly worked? Mm. They had no choice. He could have set up whatever way he wanted to right. and they would have had no choice. They would have had to, they would have had to defend what Man City were doing. End of story. Mm. And that means getting 10 men behind the ball. So this, this all will, we set up to do this and we set up to do that nonsense. They got battered. So is it not Ten Hag's fault? Is it literally the personnel? Just Manchester United players are not good enough to compete against a team like Manchester City? The second, the second question uh, is absolutely easy peasy answer. Yes. And the first one, I think, I think to begin with in Ten Hag's tenure, you could, you could blame the players more than him. But let's be honest, we've been listening to some nonsense coming from him right. all season. And the fact, he, he actually did it again today. He got beat at Fulham, again he got outplayed, and he said that big picture, we're moving forward with positives. And he had the gall to turn around after this game and say the same thing, we're getting better. I mean, come on, seriously. You, it, does he think we're all daft? And if he really believes that, then absolutely he's the wrong man. What did you make of the, uh, the Walker-Rashford challenge? 
ahead of the equaliser. Well, it, for me, I don't. Rashford scored a great goal, but his general performance was pretty poor, and to go down that easily was right. was, was was pathetic. Right. You know, and I, it might have been a slight touch in. And, and Ten Hag was trying to say that people that don't play the game uh, wouldn't know that, you know, if you're going to... Because he's moving Yeah, there's no so fast. Yeah. Any little nudge, you fall over. He fell over far too easily. And he's got to stay on his feet. It's a great opportunity. He's in behind Walker or down right. the side of Walker. Stay on your feet. Keep the ball. So, yeah, I think it sums up the way Rashford has played in recent weeks. What do you think, Stevie? I think it was the other way around. Probably the referee would have given it. Oh, so it was a foul? I, well, listen, if you put your hand on somebody and pull them back, then it's a foul. And, and then the argument as well, is it strong enough? Is it soft enough? Is it not? It, so, yeah, but at the end of the day, I think part of the problem the referee never gave it is because Rashford made such, such drama out of a little thing that convinced him that he was, he was looking for it. And I'm with Robbo. You're one-on-one -on -one with Walker. You get past Walker, you're in on goal. Why are you even thinking about going down? Why are we even I, talking I, about it? Like, it is, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's such a small part, and as much as Manchester United fans Aye. might want to hang their hat on, on that. Yeah, exactly. listen, yeah. Manchester United... And, this is and not, it's not why they lost the game. Sorry, Shaq. Yeah. No problem. United and the fans don't have an awful lot to hang their, head on, uh, hang their hat on, to, to, to use your free, phrase, today, certainly. Um, I, I think if it's at Old Trafford... You could make the argument that Manchester United get that call. Had the referee given the foul, everybody says, well, it's a soft foul, but, but, but you move on quite, quite quickly. To see City go down the other end and score straight away, of course, if you're, if you're a Manchester United fan, that, that kind of rub, rubs it the wrong way and, and you, you can't help but wonder um, what if. But we, we, we've, we've played this game and there's home field advantage right. and this kind of sums it up. But it was inevitability, yeah? City were going to score at some stage. The, I, I was watching the game with Ali earlier on and after 20 minutes, I, th I think it could be one of those games where everything is going to just be wired or the right. keepers... The Harlem miss kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, thing. Oh I mean, they're, they're dominating the game. So, you know, every time you've got the ball in and around the box, there's a chance, oh, just, there's a, there's a last-minute block. He doesn't quite hit the, the target. Doku was making some mistakes out on the left-hand side and didn't really affect the game. So you thought it could be one of those games where they have 36 shots and don't score and they're just unlucky. But eventually, once they scored that first goal, yeah. it, there was only going to be one. And winner. what a goal it oh. was from Phil Foden, who's having arguably his best ever season as a professional football at City. 18 goals, 10 assists. He's contributed then, if you add those two, up to 28. Uh, Pep Guardiola was asked after the game if he is the best player in the Premier League. He is right now, this season, yeah. I've been the best so far. Always had the feeling the score of goals in the training sessions, always had the feeling. But now he's winning games, so to become a world-class player at that age, you had to win games. And always play good, always have incredible work ethic, doesn't matter the position, no complaint. He lives to play football, but now he's winning games. Best in the Premier League? Uh, as good as there is at the moment, uh, and he's absolutely right. Whenever he got the ball today, you expected something to happen. Yeah. You know, that, when you're looking at a game, you think, who's, who's going to make something happen? Foden, playing on the right-hand side, because he can play on the left, he can play as a number 10, but he was playing on the right today and cutting in on his left foot as he scored the goal. Then he moved across for the, for the second goal. But when he had the ball, along with Kevin De Bruyne, mm -hmm. you think something's going to happen. They're, the two, they're two magnificent players at the moment. Best in the Premier League, Stevie? I've been sitting here trying to think of somebody else who would be better going forward. Right. And I can't really. And I actually... I don't think there's anybody else in the Premier League and maybe even outside the Premier League, who, regardless of where you give them the ball, whether you give them it 
down his throat and his right. neck, hit him in the backside with it. He finds a way of instantly putting that ball in the right place so that he can then make his pass or make his shot or whatever it is. I mean, his touch is just frightening. Listen, there's... Right now, it's hard to pick a, player, a better player than Phil Foden. And, and, and while we talk about Manchester City, you could talk about so many of their players who have, at times, outsized impacts, whether we're talking Rodri mm -hmm. or De Bruyne or Haaland, despite his mystery. But, but somehow, whenever you need somebody to step up, Phil Foden just is there. Never seems to do an awful lot wrong, regardless. And then when you need that performance, when you need that telling touch, he somehow is the one providing it. Um, so while he may fly in relative terms below the radar for, against some of those players for, for Manchester City, it's, it's hard to, to, to pick somebody who's more important. We're going to win the Euros, Robbo. Oh, here we go, here we go. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you've got some England players are playing well at the moment. They're good. Yeah, they're very good what at the moment. What can possibly go wrong? They've got to have a manager that can oh, combine it. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. Like no, no. <laughs> I believe Stevie. That's very exciting. Well, that's very good. So, title race. What does this mean, Stevie? Oof. Well, it means, it means that City are, the, are still the favourites. Right. You know, um... Yeah, City, City from the, the first game have been the team to beat. Uh, we spoke all, all of the first part of the season about how this team gets it together when it matters most. And I was one that said, you know what, they can't keep doing that. Well, it looks like they're doing it. Um, so they're stepping into Anfield and they couldn't have picked a better time because as great a story as Liverpool is, it's great talking about young kids doing well, you know, winning, winning a cup final, winning games away from home. I mean, it's, it's almost... I can't believe this. Is it about the only place believe. that Man City fear going? Over the years, you know, even when they've been playing brilliantly, they've struggled. Yeah, but under, under normal circumstances, but this is, not, this is not normal circumstances. This is about as dangerous for Liverpool as it could be, the fact that they will go forward against this team. I mean, you give this team an inch and they will absolutely rip you apart. That, that's my worry. Because Liverpool will go forward. That's the way Klopp plays. Mm. That's the way Liverpool play at Anfield. That means there's going to be holes. And if there's a team you don't want to leave any holes to, and you can go through them all as we've just done, you're scared of four or five people and we're seeing, ripping a, you apart. That's the biggest problem. In a week, we've seen two teams try and play Man City totally differently. Yeah, Luton. We saw Luton say, right, we're going to go man for man. We're going to leave Haaland against the centre-half. You're going to push in on their, on their wide players. You're going to push in on the midfield. We're going to try and press them up the front. They got destroyed. Today, we saw Manchester United do exactly the opposite and still, to a certain degree, got destroyed. Uh, Arsenal fans will be shouting, saying, hey, wait a minute, we are still very much in this title race as well. It's not a two-horse race. And Arsenal in action on Monday uh, away against uh, Sheffield United. Arsenal have been a bit better than Sheffield United, you might be surprised <laughs> to learn. 100% uh, over the last six matches. Sheffield United one win. Uh, the Arsenal plus 22, having scored 25 goals. Meanwhile, Sheffield United at minus 10. So what does that mean? What does that mean for everyone's predictions? Uh, let's take a look. 5-0, 4-0, 4-0, There we go. Sure, <laughs> the, being the conservative one. Uh, oh, we will be... Well, of course. Of course, it's Arsenal, isn't it? It doesn't forgive them for banning him. Uh, right, we'll be back tomorrow to reflect on Arsenal against uh, Sheffield United. Uh, be sure to join us. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. It was far from a classic Athletic Club nil, Barcelona nil. Uh, San Mamés, bad news for Barca, both Pedri and De Jong going off injured and it looks serious. That's what Xavi said. Uh, after the game. What does that mean? Well, with regards to the title race, uh, Girona lost. Barca dropped points. Atleti got the win. Real Madrid, of course, drew on Saturday. But it's looking more and more likely, doesn't it, that Carlo Ancelotti once again lead Real Madrid to the title. For more on this, let's uh, welcome in, shall we? Luis Garcia is with us. Luis, the most optimistic Barcelona fans were going through and thinking, look, maybe, you know, if we win out... Beat Real Madrid in the Clasico as well. There's a chance we could be in this title race. You looked at their fixtures and you would look at this one and think, well, if you're going to do that, this is going to be a big test. They didn't win today. Is that over now? <laughs> we want the, to, this league to be over every single weekend, but definitely it's getting more difficult and more difficult. There are less games and Barcelona shows that it's not getting the momentum again. Today was a very poor game and he went to bat to worse because the two players into the midfield that can provide, can create something. They, they were injured and the replacement, as you could see, Rafinha is not a player who get, uh, can play there. Actually, the whole team didn't uh, manage to, to, to get something from uh, Athletic Club de Bilbao that arrived today with a head more in, into the cup than into the league with a lot of rotation, with a lot less intens intensity than the one we saw during the midweek. And with uh, an idea on their head that uh, Barcelona needed to make something from the back, trying to build from the back, but no ideas into the middle. Christiansen is a player, of course, he's going to give you that balance into midfield and to going back, but not going forward. A player that is not into the, into the middle. Lewandowski is a player that it was very important today because when you receive so much pressure from Athletic Club, you need your centre forward to hold the ball, allow the second line to arrive and lay off and start building from there. But in those moments, Lewandowski was not able to keep the ball and to try to continue playing. So a very poor game from Barcelona side that I think they created only two chances in the whole game. And from Athletic Club, it's a good point for them because in the end, the most important right now for them is to continue and win that uh, Copa del Rey final. 
Let's talk about Pedri, shall we, Luis? At halftime, you made it, you summed it up. He's like in a vicious circle of doom at the moment, isn't he? With regarding all these muscular injuries, he just can't get a run of games going. Yeah, exactly. I think we start thinking about what did we do wrong with him as uh, when he started playing when he was 17 years old. Uh, he managed to play 17. Everybody wanted to, to use him, the national team, the under-21 uh, uh, in the Olympics. Also, Barcelona wanted to play him every single weekend. And in the end, I think that something went wrong right there. And when he received that injury since then, He's been in that vice uh, uh, circle that an injury and then an, an injury and it's so, so difficult to get out of that because he's still growing. He's still uh, making the, the, the most grow. He's, he's a very young kid and needs to continue working on that. And you want it and Barcelona needs him. So you push him and right now is a moment where um, we saw the frustration on his face. So disappointed because he wanted to continue uh, building up and well, we are going to miss him once again, Barcelona, because he's going to be out at least for three or four more weeks. After the game, Gemma caught up with Ter Stegen. This is always a difficult uh, game to play uh, away from home. Um, I think it's, it's a great stadium and, and at the end, uh, well, we wanted to win. We wanted to get the three points and we couldn't. Um, we're disappointed about uh, getting only one point here. Um, but well, uh, we're gonna keep fighting for um, for the rest of uh, what what is what is left, and uh, let's see what's uh, what comes out at the end. But uh, our hope and our um, desire still still is really high, and and I'm sure that uh, we will have our chances. The, obviously, if two players. Um, can continue. This is really tough. No, this is for for every team. It's tough because um, normally normally these two players are also key starters and they give us also structure and and obviously then everything moves. And uh, well, at the end, uh, I hope that it's nothing really bad. That uh, they will be with us uh, really soon. And uh, I wish them obviously the the best from here, but also later in the in the locker room. Uh, Robert, you're on the call, of course, mm. uh, for this game. It's terrible. It's your fault. <laughs> As you always say when it's a bad game. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't a good game. Uh, Athletic Club are still probably tired from the semi-final they played in midweek. Uh, they worked hard defensively. It was a blow that De Jong went off because, as De Stegen was just saying there, he's one of the players that gives them the structure. He's the one that can manipulate the ball and pick out a pass and just buy them time to make their forward runs. With Christensen as the holding midfield player, you're getting no creativity off him. So there's, there's the creativity gone from their side, really. Pedri was playing on the left-hand side. He had to go off. And Firmino's a good player, but he didn't really affect the game. Lewandowski didn't get enough service and probably didn't do enough when it did come to him. And Rafinha was disappointing today. So there was many aspects about Barcelona's play that wasn't very good. And Cancelo got man of the match, uh, but I thought he was... Uh, very wasteful with so much of the possession that he got. He was the out ball down the left-hand side. They were putting the wide player tucking in. It was uh, Firmin later on. It was uh, 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 to start with Pedri. They were switching the play out to him. He had time and time again, he could have got crosses into the box, and he didn't do so. So that, wasteful. Fin that finished 0-0, uh, of course, uh, yesterday. It was 2-2 at Mastai with a little hint of controversy at the end. Of course, Real Madrid thought they completed the comeback, but the referee had blown the full-time whistle. A scandal, 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 scandal. Uh, all the front pages of the sports newspapers. Shaka, you weren't here yesterday. What did you make of it? Um, I, I, I thought it was a poor refereeing decision. The unwritten rule in, in refereeing is every team is in possession, you, you don't blow the whistle. And while, yes, listen, I, I get it, you're a long time over your 90 seconds over the allotted, what, seven minutes, I think it is, they, they, they showed. 
blow the whistle on the first clearance. When Brian Diaz picks this ball up and is shipping the cross, I, I just thought I, at that point you 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 don't blow. A um, couple of couple of players for Valencia stop. So you understand the confusion. You understand the frustration. I don't understand the red card in, in all honesty. Uh, well, let's discuss that because you were you were talking about yes. that yesterday with Sid. Mm. Obviously, afterwards, uh, when the goal was annulled, Bellingham running up to the referee and saying it's a f goal, it's a f goal, and the, therefore the referee showed the red card. Sid tried to defend him mm. uh, yesterday. You two weren't having any of it. Well, no, because we, you, you know that if you make an aggressive, if you go towards the referee in an aggressive manner, he's going to pull his cards out, regardless of what you come out with. And actually, you're not allowed to do that either. It's 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 against the. It's against the rules. I think we actually were answering. Ancelotti, Ancelotti said in his press conference afterwards, he, he, he was swearing, but he wasn't having a go at the referee. But yeah. he ran vehemently towards the referee and was remonstrating with him. And we said... Vehement? Yeah, that was the word he used. And we said, you can't do that. Can't you know, so you, you can't allow your players to do that. Because so the red you, card is the right thing? Uh, no. We didn't, we didn't actually see him do it, so we can't actually say what... Well, we just saw the replay. We saw, we saw the, uh, the red card, but yes. we didn't see Bellingham race up to the well, referee. Let's show well, that well, again. You, yeah. you, let's well, give well, Matthew, look at how many players... No, look at how many players are on the referee to start with anyway. So everybody kind of... I, I, I mean, Lunin is, is, is next to the referee. So, in terms of charging at, at the referee... And there's Bellingham there. Now, now, now Bellingham now. arrives. Right. Now. Bellingham doesn't do anything different from anybody else. A Lunin bit more is running the length of the pitch. Oh, yeah. Lunin is running the length of the pitch. Carvajal is right. It, does, it charges them exactly the same. There's always collateral damage. Well, right? I'm, I'm just, just And Bellingham is just unfortunate that he's standing right in front of the referee. Whether there's five or six others having a go at him, the referee's, got, the referee's thinking, right, I'm going to have to get control right, he, here. Well, okay. Somebody's he, has a, he, has a, he picks up somebody. Get he decides that. he has to pick on somebody, and as it happens, he does, that's what he as do. it happens, he picks on the last man. Listen, I, I, if that's the referee decides, that's, that's what, what he do. I, I just, I just don't sympathise. I just don't sympathise. So you, 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 when Real Madrid are going to appeal, by the way, you would say, right, no suspension. Yeah, I would say no suspension, absolutely. But you, you, Stephen. You can't do that. Right. No, it, it, the argument is, is it a yellow. Because you can't go towards the referee in an aggressive manner right. and think that he's not going to do anything. Yeah. So the argument would be, is it a yellow or a red? No, a yellow would have been fine. But because of the situation, because there's a dozen people around him screaming in his ear, yeah. he's got, he thinks... He thinks he's going to control things by pulling his cards out. Right. Pulls the red one out. He's heard, he's, he's heard the F word and he's gone. Yeah, he's... and if you look at Belling, it's aggressive. The right. manner is aggressive. There's no doubt about it. Right. You can't do that. You don't agree with Shaka? No, I don't agree with Shaka. Shaka, <laughs> Shaka would allow, you know, If he was a manager, he'd allow his players to do anything, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's not aggressive. <laughs> just running them just, just suspend everybody then. Uh, meanwhile, this isn't the first time that we've seen this happen in La Liga. If we go back to Vidalid against Sevilla for last season, do you remember this? The shot comes in, he scores. <laughs> but he's already blown. He's already blown. The whistle for half time. What they could say is the ball was coming out of the box at right. the time. It's yeah. The th same thing we were saying you should give a, a yeah. blow the whistle for. Yes. It's coming out the box, they've defended it, so he's blown right. the whistle. He thinks the end of the move, and the bloke shoots from 30 yards. And right. That's a bit different, I would say. Uh, there we are, then. There it is. That's the, the goal. Uh, one more thing. A viral video um, 
after the game as Jude Bellingham was leaving Mestire, of course, very much um, very much loved in Spain overall since he made uh, that move from Germany. And you can see him here taking time out, speaking to the kids, signing autographs despite all that frustration. Well, he's a good character. There's no doubt about it. He's a very mature for, for his age and his ability and how he's been perceived around the world. You wanted him suspended. Oh, get, get him out. He's a great character. He's a good character. I mean, he's intelligent. He's, he's, a, he's a great example to a lot of young players, apart from having a go at the referee. And I would say in the last few weeks, he's been a bit more sulky in right. the way he's handled himself than yes. with referees and the opposition. When he yeah. first came, he was smiling, he was scoring goals, he looked yeah. like the all-round player, which he still is, but he just looks as though he's a little bit more sulky. So we got a nice video, and now you've kind of turned it into... It's a harsh! Yeah. Rob was harsh. But he's a, he's a, he's a good Why are you pulling that face? Not what you said you said. You know, it went from, oh, what a great chap. <laughs> He's miserable. He's miserable. He's cousin referees, everything. Uh, just a reminder, extra time is always available over on our YouTube channel. Stevie's earpiece has had issues. Who would win 11 Sebbies in their prime against you at 50, 11? Yeah. He was convinced. He was convinced. He was convinced. <laughs> he's told that boy's not right. I don't think he'd be able to get the ball. I've realised after working with him, he's not right, is he? He's not. Well, I'm not going to comment on that about a colleague. <laughs> Harlan, De Bruyne, Stevie and Shepard, Spy, Shaka and Naps, all great teammates. But what's the perfect teammate for growing your business? Well, that's Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style with gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com fc. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash fc now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash fc. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What a season it's turning out to be for Bayer Leverkusen. Xavi Alonso's side with another win on Sunday. That means they've played 34 games, won 30, drawn four. They're currently unbeaten. They are 10 points clear at the top of the Bundesliga. Let's get some reaction after their latest win. Archie caught up with Xhaka. Do you feel like the team is in its best phase in terms of the performances that are coming? Or because watching on... It seems like teams are giving you more respect as weeks go on. I think we deserve the respect as well. I mean, uh, if you play the season like you are playing at the moment, uh, 24 games unbeaten in the league, um, over 30 games unbeaten in, uh, in all season, something very, very special. But um, 
you need to deserve the respect as well. And I think that we are doing at the moment good job. Um, the respect between us, uh, us is amazing. The work we are doing uh, day by day, um, the humble how we are working as well, the hunger is here and what you want more, you, you have to enjoy it. Complete this sentence. Being 10 points clear with 10 games to go is? It's good and we can be proud of it, but um, nothing is won yet. Um, I'm speaking about my own experience, what I had last season. And I think we was um, similar points over the second and we didn't win the league. So um, I know the experience. This is what I share the, the dressing room as well. That um, of course, 10 points is a lot in football, for sure, when you have 10 games left. But um, with 10 points over, after um, taking another 30 points you can take, it's not over. As in, you've said to the guys in the dressing room, lads, what happened to us at Arsenal, I'm telling you, be careful. For sure, and they know, they know, because they're asking me day by day, um, you've been in this situation as well, how was it and what happened? And I try to explain them, but you can't explain with words, you have to feel it. That's why, uh, let's stay humble, let's, let's, let's work day by day, like we are doing all the season, and let's calculate and let's see where we are after the 34 games. As I mentioned there, 10 games to go, 10 points of difference between Bayer Leverkusen and the defending champions, uh, Bayern Munich. They, they, can, they can't blow this, can they, Robbo? Absolutely not, because they've got a coach that is doing all the right things. The players are well-focused, they've got a good shape to their side, they've tactically got a good understanding, they've got physicality, they've got players that are playing with massive confidence. And to be overtaken, you need somebody below you who's going to win every game from now to the end of the season. Yeah. And at the moment... Bayern Munich don't look like being that side. There's a different feel, isn't there, to last season where Dortmund, of course, were top for much yeah. of the... But you never really trusted Dortmund. No, well, they, they scrambled so many times, Dortmund. Yeah. And, and the problems that Dortmund had and still have were so obvious defensively mm. that they were all, there was always a possibility that they were going to lose games. You can't say that about Leverkusen. They're, they are so well-rounded. They're strong at the back. They're strong in the middle, but they've got, they've got some, some inventiveness and they've got people up front who are scoring goals. And that's without Boniface as well, yeah. who's still injured. Uh, I didn't see the power rankings this week. I, I assume by Leverkusen still Oh, they were fantastic. Still top, Shane? They were second. They were brilliant. Liverpool were top. Why? Because he was on. Liverpool, why? Liverpool just won silverware. They just won silverware. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Why? Oh, my goodness. I never because they haven't lost the game all season. Well, yes, yes, but Liverpool just won silverware, so they're top. Listen, I, but, but Leverkusen, <laughs> you can't you can't see Bayern toppling them for, for all the reasons that, that I showed and, and Stevie just, just expressed. I, I thought you saw the worst of Leverkusen a few weeks ago, I, where I, I, some of their performances just seemed a, a, little bit, a little bit panicked, a little bit chaotic. But then you get through that, and, and everybody has a bad spell every single season. You get through that without losing a game, you get through that still top of the table, and now you, you've kind of regained control, regained your form, you just, you just don't see anybody stopping them at this point. Uh, just a reminder, all of the remaining games live on ESPN+. Plus. From now until the end of the season, taking a look at the upcoming matches uh, next weekend. Bayern Munich in action at 9.30 as they take on Mainz. Bayer Leverkusen is the late game as they play host to Wolfsburg at 2.30. Remember, the clocks uh, go forward in Europe. It's going to be very complicated. Everything's going to be an hour late. <laughs> You've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, our clocks. We are our clocks, too. Oh, so that's how complicated yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. See, I've already complicated it. <laughs> I, I, I had a 50-50 chance and it went yeah. wrong. Uh,
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Haven't been many positives for Napoli so far this season. Definitely one on Sunday, though, as they would beat Juventus by two goals to one. Raspadori scoring the winner after Osman's penalty was saved, giving them all three points. And it's great news, isn't it, for Inter Milan, who are going to win this season. Look at that. They're already 12 points clear at the top of the table, and they have a game in hand. They'll be reflecting on that and, of course, everything else has been happening in the world of football over the weekend on the latest edition of the Gab and Jules podcast. Be sure to check it out. Uh, that is it. That brings us to the end of today's show. Be sure, though, to stay tuned as Extra Time is up next where the boys uh, will answer some of your questions. For Welcome into the latest edition of Extra Time. Stevie has a question for Shaka. Here, here we go. It's exciting. Shaka, who you did you get? Write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right uh, yes, but you're, but you're off X Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Where did you hear about that unwritten rule of refereeing? Huh? You know that unwritten rule of refereeing? Yeah. The, it's about the, the Real Madrid goal. Everybody knows that, Stephen. Yeah, what is it again? I've forgotten yeah. it. You don't, you don't blow the you don't blow the whistle when the team's on the attack. I didn't know that. That unwritten rule. <laughs> What's going on? What am right. I missing here? What are they being mean? He's unwritten rule, is he? What are they unwritten rule? learn how to read. Oh, well, that's not very nice, is it? Yeah. Where's that book? OK, here we go. We have the questions. How are you, Robbo? You're having a lovely time? I'm having a lovely time, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. 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 Well, Stevie gave me a lift home last night. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. 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 Oh, very nice. We're going for dinner tonight, aren't we? Are we? I don't think so. <laughs> Stevie only really invited me because yeah. he was hoping that I would give him a lift home afterwards, oh, which I've told him I'm not going to do because no. it's a bit out of my way. What's the over-under for extra time minutes expired before Robbo mentions Shaka's Maserati? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt it hasn't been mentioned what? for a while. No, uh, well... I think it's all gone now. I think it's, it's been said enough. Yeah, too much. Yeah, yeah, too yeah much. right. Yeah, 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 I, I think yeah. we all know that he's flash. So we don't There's <laughs> <laughs> the next question about Phil Neal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
What can Barcelona achieve this season? Robbo, you commentated this game. Uh, so they're, like, in, they're in trouble now, aren't they? They've got Napoli's yeah. second leg. They probably won't have Pedri, won't have De Jong. I think they beat Napoli. Oh, do you think so? But I don't think they get any further than that. No. They're going to come second in La Liga. Oh. Uh, Girona are playing poorly at the moment. Yes. Uh, they'll get enough points to get second, but they won't get anywhere near Real Madrid. Okay. So that's what they can expect. Stevie, when the manager is delusional about his team's bad performances, how do players react to it? Are they secretly relieved that their manager thinks they did all right and happy to escape the blame, or are they worried about being managed by someone who is clueless? I don't know who this could be in reference. Well, the <laughs> experienced guys and the sensible guys, after a while, will start scratching their head. Right. Because we all understand when the manager comes out after a game and says says things that we know are not true, but you kind of figure a reason why he's doing it. Okay. I think he's, he's, he's either doing it to protect you or to, to whatever it may be. Protect himself as well? Protect, there's, there's many reasons, but eventually, after a while, when the manager keeps talking about how well, you, how well the team's doing and how things are getting better, you know, as a player, mm. when the team's playing well and the team's not playing well, and the new manager keeps coming out and spouting rubbish, right. you start thinking, hold on a second, this guy, is this guy serious? What he says in the dressing room might be totally different to what he says in the press, but the people that will get upset by him, by any manager keep saying, oh, we did OK and we could have won the game when they obviously played badly, are the yeah. fans. The fans go, why is our manager telling us, we've watched the game, yes. that our team are playing well? That's when you get in trouble as a manager. Oh, we, just, we just talked about this. Shaq, percentage of chance that Barcelona qualify for the next Champions League stage after Pedri and de Jong's injury. Um, so it's 1-1, one, one, isn't it, after the first leg in Italy? Yeah, I, listen, I, I, I just have no confidence in, in this, this version of Barcelona. I, I agree with Robo, I think they finished second, but almost by default. They finished second in, in, in La Liga because Girona are plumping, and, and Girona have been a fantastic story all season long. Let's take nothing away from them. But they finished second just because nobody else has, has put together anywhere of a decent run and, and can challenge them. Um, so, and, and now without two key players up against, up against Napoli, I, 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 I'm not sure they get past Napoli. No, so and to answer the question? What was the question again? Percentage. <laughs> Percentage chance. Don's not answering this question either. I'm going to go 55% Napoli, 45% Barcelona. High or lower, Stephen? I'm going with Shaka. Yeah, 55-45. I thought Robo was really quick and really positive that Barcelona were going to beat Napoli. Yeah. Yeah, not I'm because Barcelona are playing particularly well, but no, I don't think no. Napoli are a good side. Napoli just beat Juventus. No, no, I just, yeah, I'm going with Shaka. I've, I've <coughs> seen Juventus play the last me. couple of weeks. They're not a particularly good side. Shaka's yeah. been ill, by the way, since he's come back from Carnival. Sneezing, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. nose is running. The unwritten rule is when you follow a keeper, you have to agree with them. Yep. What? What? You're the master of unwritten rules. Everybody knows that one. Ah, God. Uh, right, for Stevie, in order to win on Sunday, what must Liverpool do to have any chance? Clean Liverpool's... sheet, easy peasy, clean sheet, get a bit of luck. Keller has got to be at his best. Right. And the back four have got to defend like, like Trojans. OK. Because they will cause some problems going forward. Yes. Because Liverpool, that's what they do. Yep. But it's all about... But will they match up to Man City? Will they go and try and press them? And will they try and play high intensity? Or will they sit deep and just allow Man City to... No, no, they'll try and play the game. I don't... I don't think they can play any other way. And the game is at Anfield, yes? The game is at Anfield, yes. yeah. Yes. 
How do you use Madison, Saka, Foden, Bellingham behind Kane in the Euros? Who's, who's, oh. that come, who's that from, Dan oh, Thomas? Exciting. Does that yeah, come yeah, from Dan exciting. Thomas? We're brilliant. Oh. Name, say those names again. Uh, Madison, Saka, Foden, Bellingham, Kane. I'm not sure the manager will pick Madison at the moment. I think he'll play uh, Saka one side. He'll okay. probably play Foden the other side. Yes. Um, uh, who was the other ones? Kane is going to play up front, obviously. Yeah, Bellingham. Bellingham in behind. Yeah. I, if, if I was playing Bellingham now, I wouldn't put him all the way back in central midfield as he's done before. Yes. You'd play him as a, a second striker. Because and that's then where Declan Rice-Holding. Declan Rice-Holding. Um, it's going to be brilliant, Stevie. How excited that well, is. The problem is, that, the guy that's going to decide, that's the problem. What? Well, how can you well, not... The guy who's going to decide where the, who plays and who doesn't. They've just he, told him where to play. play. If he's watching, then it's easy. Fish, bash, bosh. How excited that is. How is it? Because you look at that. You're going to get to the semi. You're going to get to the semi. You're going to come out all guns blazing. You're going to go one up after about ten minutes. And then he'll start taking all the forwards off and get everybody in tight. No, no, we're going to win it. When the big games have come around, he's made some bad tactical decisions. Lose 2-1. Yeah, all right. I'm still being so excited about that fact. <laughs> I mean, personally, I hope we don't even reach the semi, but... Who's the back four? Oh, blimey, yeah. Uh, uh, there's the back four. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I forgot you hate well, England. I mean, Chilwell, now he's fit, could play at left no, back. Well, he's not, Shaw's not fit. Shaw was his left back for a while. Um, he's going to play Stones at centre-half, I'd imagine. Yes. Um, he's played Maguire in most yeah. games. Maguire's back in the Manchester United loyal, team, so he's been well in the... And he's done well for England. Right back, it's difficult because the outstanding one's not fit, which is the Chelsea, um, Chelsea full-bag who's not played for quite some while, so they've got to pick somebody at right back. Reece Walker. James. Walker. Walker is the player that has to play at right yeah. back. Yeah, I don't think that's even a debate, no. is it? That's fine. Uh, how did Robbo get to Spain and back that fast? Of course, did. Uh... I'll tell you what. <laughs> when you turn left in the plane, some of those planes go really quickly. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever show on Concorde back in the day? No, I didn't. No, 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 no. I thought that'd be kind of your sort of thing. Not really, no. No, no, no. no. I was, I didn't have that much money. Did so. you do Concorde? I did. I did you? Did you? Hold on. Hold on. It was from, it was from Manchester to Glasgow, so I never even got high enough to get any speed up. It was his last trip. What a waste of time. Yeah. What, what, what a waste of time. Yeah. yeah well. Could have taken an Uber. I <laughs> <laughs> got there quicker. <laughs> well, that's a disappointment. Oh, got a I was expensive. Oh, there you are. Shaka, you're an engineer. Do you like Concorde? <laughs> I, I, I've never taken a Concorde. Oh, well, can't now. It's gone. I can make, get one from uh, Manchester to Glasgow. <laughs> For Robbo, now that you're back in the US, what are you doing? <laughs> or where are you going first? Is there anything you want to see or do that you didn't get to do the last time you were here? Well, one of the, I try and avoid you most of the no, time when I come back to you. <laughs> that, that's a lie, no, no, Yeah, I'm, you love it. Yeah, Robert loves it. it. Work, 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 Dan. Very uh, much. Yeah, you, you, what you do, you, you have to research the games you're doing. Research you're for these shows. You're not doing any games, are you, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Research for the shows, Show research? What's that? Watching the game? Well, watching the games. Yeah. I haven't got time to do anything else. Oh, you've got plenty of time. Did you go to the gym yesterday? You were... uh, no, I didn't. Oh. I went this morning instead. Oh, lovely. Yep. Very nice. Um, Did you go for a swim, jacuzzi, the whole shebang? No. No? No, no. 
an hour, uh, half an hour on the cross trainer. And yes. A, a few weights for half an hour, and that was a lot. Has Stevie shared with you his new exercise regime? No. What's 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 uh, Stevie's fitness regime then? What's your what's your what's what's uh, <laughs> plan for you? I'm, I'm flying. Right. I know, I know. I walk in the morning. Yeah. With the dog. Yeah. Biggest dog in the world. Five minutes in the swim in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, the dog walk, again. Because he can't. His arm doesn't mean yeah, he can walk, swim. Yeah. But what I would say, Stevie, and particularly Shaka, when we're doing the game, Rob and I are doing the games from Spain or right. Hammersmith, wherever. The standard dress code now is magnificent on the show. Wow, there you are. It is, it is million times better than it used to be, wouldn't you say? I don't know, I don't really pay that much attention. Well, we do, we watch it. And well, apart from Craig's T-shirts, oh, that, they've, they've got to go. They've got to go. That's Gen Z. That's a Gen Z You missed that part of your exercise regime. Well, I'm started that bit, yeah. But tell, tell, tell Robert what it's going to be. Well, I don't know, because you haven't shown me. Eleanor came in last week, right? Yeah. She went, right, so we started swimming last week again, because we like, let it go, we'd been doing yeah. it, and we let it go. Yeah. So, as I said, walk in the morning, walk at night, yeah. the swimming, and she went, right, we're going to do the swimming, and then when we come back, we're going to do sitting exercises. Sitting exercises? <laughs> What's and I was like, ah, so you, did you see that on the phone? I said, oh, where did you see that? She went, no, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm researching it just now. Right. We're going to do that. So you literally sat in the chair doing stretches? I don't stretches. know, because I haven't done it yet. That's exciting. I keep asking her. Yeah. Well, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, well, you can live stream it for us. I, I think you've been sitting great Imagine. today, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, you're looking, you really you're looking sat a million well. dollars. It's working. It's working. You're one of the best sitters I've seen for a long time. Beautifully. You can go swimming in the winter, though. Oh, no. No. Indoor pool. <laughs> That's it, we're done. Are we done? We are. Uh, ESPN FC's back tomorrow. Arsenal will take on... Stand up now, Steve. Arsenal will take on Sheffield United. Uh, you're here, Robbo, yeah? Oh, I am, yes. Which one of yeah. you two is here? I'm here, I'm here. There you go. What are you going to do, Steve? Oh, you're going to do sitting exercises. That's what he's going to be doing. I'm far too busy. <laughs>